2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
3: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time
0: to play! Full-time fantasy. Wait. Full-time wait. fantasy.
4: All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance card. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. I don't know where Adam Ronis is. not sure. I'll have to figure this one out. Uh, I think he has. (laughs) I think he has called in. So I don't know what's going on. But uh, I'm telling you, I just texted the guy, and he said he's connected, and no one got him in. Get the guy in. Adam, oh my God! So, we'll get to you know. Somebody, by the way, I want to get to. Okay, Ronis, you there? Yeah. All right. I don't know what I was gonna do without you, dude. Whew. All right. I got a I got a good I got a good discussion this morning. This afternoon. So, as it was my birthday, somebody said that he uh, somebody asked if I got a CJ Andrew vomit jersey. And I said no, but that's pretty funny. I would like I would like something like that. So I, he said, is he your most hated player of all time? And I said, I don't know about that, but he's on my Mount Rushmore of guys that I hate. Can you think of players that you've hated over the years, like who'd be on your absolute hate list?
5: Uh, I really, I don't know. I don't really have players that I hate.
4: Really? Like, as a Giant fan, Joe Pasarczyk, hated that guy. Remember the, uh, the, what was the thing in the Meadowlands when Herb Edwards ran in the touchdown? Yeah. was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I pretty much hated him as a kid. Do you remember, was there any cowboy you ever hated? Or Eagle?
5: No, not really. I mean, I wouldn't use the word hate. You know, I didn't like some of those guys, but nah I don't I don't I don't really see nothing, no one comes to mind.
4: I hated Ken O'Brien. I always thought that the, the Jets made a big mistake taking that guy. I don't know. I have to think about that. But CJ and I really despise. But all right, let's move forward to a big trade that was made. One that was made and one that wasn't, Adam. Jalen Ramsey gets traded. The Rams yesterday trade Marcus Peters and they start moving things. Money around, and they bring in Jalen Ramsey for three picks. Two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick. Good move or bad move?
5: It's really going to depend on if they resign him. And you would think that they would making this, but I think they have bigger issues. I mean, that offensive line is a real problem. You know, everyone is talking about Goff, but if you look at some of their PFF grades, they all suck. So that's the biggest problem for them right now. So, yeah, anytime you add a guy like Ramsey, certainly it helps, but they have bigger issues than just that.
4: I think that the Jaguars made a great deal. This guy obviously didn't buy in. He didn't want to be there. He met with the owner, and then the owner said, look, if I could get two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick, let me try to improve my team. I I think the I mean, look, I would personally have fired Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone, but I guess I can't choose a player over the coach that doesn't set the right precedent.
5: Yeah, I mean, that that's the problem. Jacksonville kind of was stuck in a place where they knew that they had to move on from him. And to get two first-round picks for him is tremendous because the guy didn't want to be there. And I think the owner, Khan, really wanted it to work. I mean, he had said last week that he expected Ramsey to play. The previous week, he didn't. And I guess between Ramsey and Coughlin, it was just was too much. And they just said, all right, I guess if we can... Get two first-round picks for him, uh, we might as well do it. So, yeah, from their perspective, it's a, it's a really good trade. You hate to lose a talent like Ramsey, but if he doesn't want to be there and he's not going to play, uh, you got to get something for him. And they did, which is why it's a little alarming that the Rams gave up that much knowing the situation. Uh, you know, To me, the Rams should have been in the position of power. Like, look, this guy doesn't want to be there. We don't need to give you this. You want to get stuck with him and he doesn't play? Your choice.
4: But let, let, me, <laughs> let me phrase it a different way. I would think it's a pretty, I don't want to say definite, but I would say pretty strong possibility that Doug Marone and Tom Coughlin are fired at the end of the year in Jacksonville. If that's the case, why are you getting rid of your best player and and then you're going to get rid of the two guys that he hates anyway in about another 10 weeks?
5: Because you don't know if he's going to come back. You take a big risk by not having him play when you're competitive right now and you're still in the mix. He's not out there. So what if you do... Make that decision, and Ramsey doesn't come back. Now you lost everyone. You have to make a stand, and they made the stand. They that the Ram they didn't expect Ramsey to play for them, and they, they got two first round picks. I mean, they 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 did well.
4: You know they did well. So now I ask you, how in the heck do the Washington Redskins not make a similar trade? I mean, I've got to believe Cleveland's John Dorsey has already said that he's called up. And Washington's like, nope, we're not moving him. The guy doesn't want to be there. The team stinks. You're going nowhere. Why can't you make the same deal that the Jaguars just made and and, and improve your team?
5: What do I tell you every week when you bring up something about the Redskins?
4: Bruce Allen sucks.
5: It, the, the Snyder, it's ownership. It's the same thing. It's not going to change. So that's why. They should move him. I mean, at this point, they're not in it. Trade him. Uh, there's a lot of teams out there that eat offensive line help that will give up something. So, I mean, there were heavy rumors that the Browns were potentially going to pull it off yesterday, but obviously they're denying that right now, which means that a trade will probably happen before the deadline.
4: Right. I, I just, I mean, I, I don't What does Washington get out of keeping him? I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me what they think they get. The guy's not there. He wants no part of it. So you're going to show him by not moving him because you're not going to let a guy get over on you? It makes no sense.
5: No, it doesn't. I mean, it's time to just move on and get something for him. You have a lot to do here, a lot to build this team back up. So uh, it's definitely a move they should make.
4: Yeah, I think it's, a, it's absolutely a move they should make. All right, so let's talk about some, uh, some news and notes. It looks like a couple of quarterback situations here. First of all, a big one. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback. Marcus Mariota is no longer the quarterback for Tennessee. Is Marcus Mariota done as a starting quarterback in the NFL?
5: It looks like it at this point. Uh, It just has not worked out, whether it's been injuries, ineffectiveness, poor play. So uh, it looks like at this point, Tennessee is certainly giving up on him at this point.
4: Do you think anybody would want him or is he just a career backup at this point?
5: Uh, Maybe there's a shot, a couple of teams, but we just haven't seen enough from him uh, in his NFL career. So, uh, I doubt it.
4: I mean, my thought with with him was that he's just not a great passer of the football, right? And if he can't run and he can't pass, you can't play in this league. It's pretty simple.
5: Yeah, it doesn't take many shots downfield either. So, I think they're hoping Tannehill will come in and at least get the football to some of their playmakers. We know there's some talent there or Corey Davis. A.J. Brown, uh, maybe you get Humphreys more involved. So there, there are some weapons here, and we can't even use them in fantasy on a week-to-week basis just because uh, we're not confident in the offense, specifically with Mariota at quarterback.
4: Now, here's another good move. The Dolphins are going to Ryan Fitzpatrick instead of Josh Rosen. I mean, that makes sense to me. Is Josh Rosen maybe – can we call him a bust?
5: Yeah, right now, I mean, they should just play him, though. I mean, what what are you seeking out of Fitzpatrick? You already know what he is. This team's rebuilding. Just let Rosen play. See if he has anything.
4: And then I, my thought was, why would you play Fitzpatrick? You don't even want to win. I don't want to win if I'm the Dolphins, right?
5: No, you don't. Maybe they feel like he'll throw more picks. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we'll talk more about the Jets when we come back right after this.
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, we're back for full-time fantasy Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. Go to fulltimefantasy.com, enter the promo code ROTO50 or ronas 50 for 50% off your first two months, and we'll try to get you to a fantasy football championship. So, Ronas, we were talking about baseball and, and the timing. So, years ago, I taught a girl named Carrie Schapp. Her dad was Dick Schapp. Remember that name? Yeah. So, Dick Schapp was there, and she was on my, I was coaching her volleyball. And I don't know what made me discuss it with him, but I'm like, why are all the games on so late? Because kids couldn't watch it. And Dick Schaap looked at me and he said, it's all about the money. And, you know, when you're talking about the weather and all of a sudden the game starting at 8.08 tomorrow night, there you go. They're just trying to get the advertising money. But I remember the good old days when playoff games could start at like three or four.
5: Yeah, and look, they did have them yesterday uh, uh, with the two games being played, one in the afternoon. But with the Nationals already entrenched into the World Series sweeping the Cardinals last night, They don't have any other games, so it's TV. I mean, it doesn't bother me, obviously, but I understand for other players that, you know, it does matter, uh, you know, for kids.
4: Yeah, for kids. You know, look, my son's not a baseball fan, but let's say he was. He was a diehard Yankee fan. These games are not ending till 1130. You know, he's got to go to school the next day. How's that good?
5: Yeah, but you say it's the same thing with Sunday night football, Monday night football. I don't
4: like it then either.
5: I mean, it's all sports. It's just the way it is. I, mean, I know,
4: but as a parent, right? But then, some, I'm sure somebody's out there. But Doc, it's just a, it's, a, it's a playoff game. It's special. I get it, but you're, you know, you don't want your kids sleeping, get six, sitting six hours of sleep, and go to school the next
5: day. You got to train them for the future. You got to stay up. <laughs> just be like Uncle Adam. Exactly. <laughs> I'd, let, I'd let the kids stay up. If, I mean, you got any important work tomorrow? Nah, I stay home.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's not important. Go to bed yeah. at three o'clock like me, and you'll wake up at seven, and life will be good, kid.
5: Yeah, school's not as important. The way <laughs> society is, you become an entrepreneur. You can do your own thing. You don't need college.
4: Exactly. College so is so waste of money. Overrated, right, Ronus?
5: It is. It's, nowadays, it's becoming that way. There's so many things that you you can do without college. I don't know if I agree with that. You can't. I mean, look at all the look at all the entrepreneurs, man. It's a lot easier now to do your own thing than it was years ago.
4: That's true. But I do think that and there's trust a ceiling. me
5: i know so many people who are still paying off loans and a lot of them don't even have the greatest paying job. so school's not always the answer you can and you can get educated without school well that's true i don't think school school's not for everybody it's, right? not. it's not i mean I, I did it you know but i'm fortunate that i didn't take off those expensive loans I mean when i hear people talk about the money I got to pay back i'm like oh good good thing i didn't do that
4: right you're paying it off the rest of your life right All right, the
5: Giants. Welcome back,
4: Saquon Barkley, Ronas. He's practicing in full. And welcome back, Evan Ingram, practicing in full. This could be the Giants are just missing Sterling Shepard. But I almost feel the Giants this week are like the Jets. You know how the Jets are almost there? Now you're going to see Jones and Barkley and Ingram and Tate. We're close to seeing Dave Gettleman's vision.
5: Yeah, and they have a good matchup at home this week against Arizona. You know, Arizona likes to pay, play that high-paced offense, so it usually leads to more plays for the opponents. So, certainly good news and you know, people were lamenting losing out on Wayne Gallman uh, after spending all that money and only got one one week out of him. I know, well, can you cut him now or do you just have to hold him? I mean, if you're a Barkley owner, you probably hold him, but I think at other leagues you can cut him because what's the point? I mean, even he's still, I don't even know if he's cleared yet. From his concussion
4: i've kept him in the scott fishbowl i don't know why but well I that
5: him. yeah well that's different there's not much there i have him there too and i'm holding on to him there's just not much on the waiver wire that's the problem it's a very deep league and there's not much there like i think i picked up luke wilson today for three bucks Oof. i got I mean,
4: deshaun hamilton for a dollar he
5: wasn't available in my league
4: uh, i figured maybe if Sa- maybe sanders gets traded and i'll take hamilton
5: yeah, or if Sanders uh, sits, but it looks like uh, he might play.
4: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was surprised to get him in a buck. People are bidding a lot of money on Alan Lazard, dude. That is not a good pick.
5: Uh, no, I don't think it's a bad pick. Why would you think it's a bad pick? You don't think when Devontae Adams comes back
4: that he, everybody else is going to be like, goodbye?
5: Well, Allison could be out.
4: I don't know. I just think that Adams is going to get two-thirds of all the receptions there.
5: He should, but again, with Rodgers really coming out and praising Lazard, he was the one who asked him to put him in the game. Apparently, in the meeting rooms, he's sitting next to him and always asking questions. So, when you have the confidence of Rodgers, who we know can really tune out wide receivers, I think it's worth a shot, especially in those deep formats, and uh, I would take a shot for sure.
4: How, would you, how much would you bid on him tonight? Because he's going to go for at least, in my opinion – One fifty or above.
5: Yeah, I'm probably not going that high unless I am absolutely desperate for a receiver this week. The thing is we don't know about Devontae Adams this week. We still I haven't I guess we'll get the initial practice report today. And that even won't tell us anything. I mean if he's out there practicing, great, but I don't expect him to be.
4: What yeah, I don't know. What is their buy?
5: Uh they have a buy in week eleven.
4: Right? Week eleven. Yeah, eleven. So, I don't know. Do you think that he plays against Oakland? I think he could sit against Oakland, and then he comes back against Kansas City because they have three tough games, Kansas City, Chargers, and Panthers. You need, you're going to need him then.
5: Yeah, well, I think a player like that, once he's uh, close to 100%, you put him out there. Like, there's no uh, cherry-picking games. It's
4: mm, a good point. Very good point. All right, Grant, Michigan, what's going on, dude?
6: Uh, okay, so I have a, there's a trade proposal in, and I'm kind of desperate at running back as everybody else is pretty much. Um, The trade proposal is Frank Gore for Mark Andrews, and I have Andrews and Hunter Henry.
4: Look, I I don't know, Grant. I think Frank Gore is going to be okay this week, but Devin Singletary is due back. They're gonna
5: He's available parents. on the waivers. Yeah, I'd pick him up immediately. Yeah,
4: get him right now. Seriously, get off this phone with us and pick him up. Then I, I, I guess you could do the deal. I wouldn't. But I, I wouldn't, though. I like Singletary right now. I'd start him and keep Andrews.
5: I think there's too many teams that are in need of a tight end that you can possibly get more. Like Frank Gore, yeah, he might have a good game this week because of the matchup, but I think this uh, you're going to see more Singletary going forward. So, yeah, if yeah. he's a free agent, pick him up.
4: Get him. Get Singletary and keep Andrews, okay? Okay, now who do I
6: drop out of my running backs? Because I have Bell, Eckler, um, Ronald Jones, Latavius Murray. uh, Jones. Jones, bye.
5: Yeah. I mean, look, job, I, Jones. Yeah, yeah, look, I like Jones. He's run very well, but the, we're seeing the pattern every single week. They're not committed to giving him more touches. We're seeing right. Oakman, Oakman Wally in the passing game on passing downs a lot. So he's still competing with two other backs. So there might be a point this year where we can say with confidence, yeah, Ronald Jones is a start. But what we've seen through the first. 7 six, seven. I'd much rather Singletary
4: Ronis. I'd mu- Me too. And let's say Miss Murray might start this week because Tamara's right. injured. Tamara so has a high ankle. And the Buccaneers are on bye. Dude, do it right now, Grant. Right now. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Bye-bye. guys. Okay. Bye-bye. I mean, even if Ronald Jones was getting carries, let's say he was certain of getting 60% of carries. I still want Singletary.
5: Yeah, it's just. I like what I've seen from Jones every week when he touches the ball, but they're not giving him the bulk of the touches. They keep starting Peyton Barber. You got Oakland Wally in there. So right now, you can't start him with confidence at all. I mean, when he scored a touchdown uh, two games ago, he had four carries. You, You cannot rely on that every week. And, you know, this goes back to some of the articles we write like Devin Singletary wasn't in my waiver wire article because he's owned in most leagues. Like the, the thing that we do is 40% or less. And that's the problem with these articles is like people will read it be like, oh, I don't see Singletary. I'm not picking him up. And then he's out there on some leagues. So, you know, it's tough. It's- it is. It's very tough.
4: There's, there's not just one league and there's different styles of leagues. I mean, one, some guy said to me today, should I pick up Alexander Madison? I'm like, yeah. He goes, but he's not starting. And I'm like, yeah, but if Dalvin Cook gets injured, this guy's a 20-point-a-week kind of guy. So maybe in this guy's league, maybe he's in an eight-man league and Madison's not worth holding on
5: to. Right, or in a 10-man league. There are some leagues where he's not. Or you have – this is a bad bye week, too. So you might be in a position where you really need to get someone off the waiver wire – so you have to take that into account. There are some leagues with only fifteen and sixteen roster spots. So there's a lot of different formats, and you know we assume like, oh yeah, Madison's got to be owned, but not everyone plays in a league with twenty roster spots.
4: No, it's true. I, you know, I you always assume that people are doing what you're doing, but, they're but that's out. They're not exactly, but they're not. So I mean, what what can I tell? What can you do? I, so I like Singletary this week, but I do like Gore more. I think. Gore gets like 70 yards and a touchdown, where I think Singletary gets 50 or 60 yards.
5: Yeah, I think Singletary is a good start, especially with the bye weeks. So I'll be using him.
4: You will, you will, feel, you feel confident about his 50 or 60 yards. You think he could even be more?
5: It could be more. I think he can break 50 yards on one play against this defense. You know, what was it against the Jets? He had like four for 70, first game of the year. He has yeah. that ability.
4: That was a good game. That was a good game for him. All right, talk more about who we're starting right after this. guys with the NBA season just around the corner you can become Daily Roto's 8th Daily Fantasy Millionaire Dunk on your NBA DFS competition and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com's Optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK, D-U-N-K. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to get your 10% off now. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. You know, we always say this getting into the NBA DFS. You better be by your computer at about 6:40 Adam, or your life is. You could just be burning money.
5: Yeah, it is one of those where you just have constant injuries. Players rule out. Now they do have a rule this year that it has to be a half hour before game time, but that still doesn't help for the late games. So uh, that's why I don't like playing on sites that lock at uh tip-off and you can't make moves. Uh, I like the late swap for NBA. Uh, do you do
4: late more. swap DK and late swap FanDuel?
5: I usually play more DK for okay. for hoops.
4: And then what do you, about 9.30 you start checking or what time do you check the... Uh, uh... Th-
5: throughout the night, you know, I'll just kind of monitor it and you just kind of have to remember, sometimes you can get lost, go out to get something to eat or whatever. So again, there are certain nights where I, if I don't want to go through that, then I just won't play. Uh, and I, that's what you have to do with NBA. It's a sport where I don't think you can play every single night unless you are that's what you're doing for a living. You're grinding it out. But there has to be some nights where you just say, you know what, I'm just not going to play today. I don't have time to deal with all this news. Uh, because even on a short slate, you have to... Really follow it closely. So at least they instituted this half hour. Do you think they did
4: that for DFS purposes? Because Adam Silver is very pro-gambling.
5: I don't know if they did a DFS or sports betting. Maybe they got some pressure because obviously it's with sports wagering becoming legal in, in more and more states every day. Uh, maybe that was it. But, uh, I mean, I wish I wish it was an hour and a half, like the NFL yeah. or an hour. Uh, because, again, baseball does it right. We usually get the lineups three, three and a half hours. NFL, an hour and a half. So, it would help uh, because again, I think DFS how, how long NBA's a shoot around? Popular?
4: How long a shoot around before the game?
5: Uh, what is it? Uh, I don't even know. What is it? An hour?
4: So you would know after shoot around, right? If the guy's going to play, right?
5: Not always. That's the problem. Is that you know? I've seen beat reporters tweet out this stuff and say, "Oh, it looks like this guy's going to play." Up oh, then he's ruled out. So it doesn't help.
1: Well,
4: the half hour is better than not the half hour because, I mean, half the, there are times last year where the game would play, and then they, then they come out, this guy's not playing.
5: No, I know, and that's that's the worst, uh, and especially if you're on a site with no late swap, and you think, all right, this guy's going to play, and he's out. It just sucks. You know, you really do feel like you're kind of throwing money away, unless he's really popular. But even then, if you're playing in a tournament, even if yeah. he's got ownership of 30 40%, you're kind of screwed. And FanDuel's dropping... Remember last year, if you what your lowest score was dropped, you yeah. changed that. They're not doing that anymore. Oh, they're not? No.
4: Oh, I used to like that. Well, people were taking big advantage of that. You right. put in a $3,000 guy in there and you just figured it out.
5: Right. You know, You know. okay. Uh, you know, you could also look at it and let me find another cheap guy that's going to play 12 minutes and maybe get 15 points. Uh, but yeah, of course, a lot of people are going to take like a low guy just to fit in the two, two high-priced studs. All right.
4: Speaking of a high-priced stud, Phil in Kentucky. What's up, Big Phil?
5: Not much. Hey,
6: I used to be able to dunk a basketball. I know you don't believe that, but I used to be able to.
4: You're not yeah. you? Like six three
5: when you were four. Yeah. Yeah, Phil's a big dude, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> he was six three at four years old. No, I'm saying he could dunk when he was four.
4: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. At four years old, was, he was six three.
6: My mom got mad at one of my dad's buddies because they came. He came to look at me when I was a little kid. His dad looked at or his buddy looked in the cradle, and says, "Damn, he's half grown. <laughs> <laughs>
4: he's a big boy." <laughs>
6: Hey, I was. I'm like you I was watching that Green Bay game, and I'm thinking, how many targets is Devonte Adams going to get when he comes back? Because none of those other guys can catch the football.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. Kumaro Lazard. These are all guys who have like two to three receptions written all over them. Devonte gets at least a dozen.
5: I think Valdez oh, yeah. Sterling yeah. has been a major disappointment, man.
6: He's
4: terrible, and Allison is even worse. Is.
5: Yeah, but.
6: MVS had that one catch there he ended end up for 40 yards. That's all he did. It was a great catch, but what are you going to do? So, anyway,
4: are you Bill? Um, are you, you going to bid on Lazard this week?
6: I did, but I'm not going as high as what you said. I, you know, I don't want to. I don't. know. I think I put like 70, 50. I don't know, 50 something.
5: I think you're lot. I can't remember. I did all the. Huh? I think you're. I think you're lying. You're not telling the truth on how much you bid here, and I think yeah. it's very deceitful of you. <laughs> I didn't do it. In, I didn't do it at either one of the leagues that I was playing in. You. So I'm only bidding 72, Adam. So
4: Adam's <laughs> going to go 74, and nah, so is going to get him at 80. I don't
5: even know. I I put in bids on him, but I don't remember which leagues I need. There's <laughs> right. one league. Where, no, honestly, Doc. I showed Bro, you, you that. Bro, do you remember
4: league. whatever you bid from 10 years ago? No,
5: I don't, man. Yo, first of all, you remember that league? I showed you all the receivers I have. What sucks yeah. is. I have like 10 receivers that are all like pretty good. I cannot bid on a wide receiver in that league. There's yeah, no exactly. point. Why am I going to go out? And I, so it's basically I'm saving all my money for that running back that pops. My quarterback's fine. My tight ends are good. And I it's the receivers, I'm, I'm loaded. So it's like I can't even bid on any wide receiver. And I see decent wide receivers out there in that league compared to the others. I'm like, why can't I get these receivers in the other league where I actually need them? It's just that's how it works I'm-
6: sometimes. I'm like I'm like that too, and that one. I'm in one team. My receivers are so good. I've got Chris Godwin on bye this week, but I'm keeping my defense and the kicker, and just picking up, you know, two guys for a buck, and keeping both those and dropping the kicker and the defense next week.
4: Oh, Phil, I kept the Bills last week. So I didn't did want to lose because they had yeah. five great games. I kept them all because I was like, I'll pick up whoever, I'll drop whoever, and keep the Bills. I mean, when you well, play uh, something like that, you keep them.
5: Yeah, so I drop the Panthers. Yeah, see that's yeah, I have the Bills and Panthers in one league.
4: Oh, I,
5: because because with the Bills out last week, I picked up the Panthers and now I have both. And I'm like, uh maybe I just keep I both, might drop right? the Panthers. I might drop the Panthers. I mean, I guess. I mean, I was I get to pent That might be a league where there's not much available.
4: Well, the Bills have a tough actually playoff matchup, us They're good for the next five weeks, but their playoff you, matchup is tough.
5: Well, and here's the thing. When you go into the playoffs, depending on the schedule, a lot of times we do have two defenses. Once the waiver wire closes week 13, depending on the matchups. Right. The
4: Bills have have Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and New England, 14, 15, 16. That's not good.
5: Uh, well, they shut down New England already. I know this one's in New England, though, no, so it's a little bit different. Um, you know what? I don't know. It's not that bad. I mean, Baltimore, Baltimore. I guess, I'd have to look. They don't seem like a good Carolina is Atlanta,
4: Seattle, Indianapolis.
5: That's not. Oh, I mean, I Atlanta. Atlanta's good. Seattle's not. Russ doesn't turn the ball over, man. Up. Yeah, but Russ doesn't turn oh, the ball over. He's got no interceptions this year, and he doesn't get sacked a ton.
4: And Ooh. at Indianapolis, they are going to suffocate that ball. Yeah, going to but throw they it get like sacked. Times. Who does? Mean, they,
5: they were in Carolina. Uh, they're going to get sacks on Russ. They're going to get sacks on no, the, the Colts. Game.
4: I don't know. I don't like. I don't like the. the look, they they have a bye week, oh, yeah. right? Then they have San Francisco, Tennessee, here's the, Green Bay. I don't know. Here's the know.
5: here's the thing. We can sit here and analyze this all we want. Things, compl- completely about, okay, you we'll, 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 things completely change. I don't what you say. Well, things can change by week 14. Remember, look how quickly things have changed over the last few weeks. The Cowboys and Rams 3-0. Oh, look, these teams going to be good. Now we don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs three weeks later. So things change drastically in the NFL. So that's why you really to I just like that Phil's week. not
4: listening to us, Ramos. He's not.
6: Well, good. Yeah. No.
4: He's calling up and not listening.
6: <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening to, put <laughs> you on one here and the other. <laughs>
4: exactly, I was going to say. He's not... Well, you know, the truth is, is that you just can't predict defenses week to week. You know, a, no, a, a fumble, of... an interception, right. you never know.
5: It's so touchdown. I was say you know,
6: it, it's um, you know, it's defenses kind of run hot and cold like everything else. But I think if you get a hot one in the middle of the season, they kind of maintain that
5: because they've got a lot of confidence in what they're doing.
4: Ronis, you, you like know. getting a hot one during the middle of
5: the season. I That's like right. getting a hot one all the time. I, doesn't what it doesn't matter. Hot and wet, baby. Hot and wet. Exactly, Phil. Now you're talking. <laughs> now you're making some sense.
4: Now you're speaking Ronus's language, Phil.
5: <laughs> Finally, you made a good point. Oh
4: well. Oh, Where oh yeah, my dude.
6: Well, have, oh yeah. Have a good one. You're oh, gonna have oh. competition because I've got Edmonds and Madison and several of the online championships too. Some of the, that point that you said yesterday about.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, I have them in every league. But, I mean, I, I'm see, that's where you're a smart owner because you have them too. But I'm just thinking that if, if Madison and Singletary and Edmonds, if I could put them in the lineup come December, there's going to be two O's in Roto when you write me the check.
6: Well, that one team I have it online, um, I'm hoping that Kamara might be up because I have Murray, and that would really boost my running back so anyway
5: agree um, i have i have i have murray in a few leagues and no alvin kamara this year after having him a lot the last two years so i don't mind if uh alvin sits out okay talk to y'all later Gene. all
4: right be good bye phil but uh yeah I, I think that uh phil phil smart owners are in the same situation that i am and phil is do you have any guys like that where you are just waiting for that injury
5: uh, Singletary and a couple, I mean, not really an injury. It's just, can they expand his role? Miles Sanders.
4: Okay. That's a good one.
5: Yeah. I don't know. It's not looking great, but he looks good in the passing game. You know, he's had a couple of big receptions, but he didn't play a ton of snaps last week. They still went with Jordan Howard, even with them losing. So, uh, you just hope that it could happen. I do have chase Edmonds and a couple Madison. I only have him one. It's the league. I have Dalvin cook. So, but I'm well protected there if Cook goes out. I have actually Cook-Fournette combo, which is nice this year. Oh, that's 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 really good. I mean, Cook is
4: such a di- – I mean, honestly, he's doing everything we expected him to do. Would you would you say he's top three? If we yeah, had a draft I, right I now, a, would you take him top just, three?
5: I was just going to say, if we had a draft today, I, I think he does go two or three.
4: Would you take him over Saquon?
5: Uh, that, maybe no, especially with – Him coming back, probably not. But you can make an argument for it.
4: I take him over Kamara.
5: Ooh, I don't know. Oh, for sure. You tell me when Breeze is back and Kamara is healthy. He's not going to be beast out.
4: No, that's true. With Breeze back, that's true. That's true. But Cook looks so good. No, he does. I mean, oh my god.
5: Look, if you wanted to take him over Kamara right now, it's hard to argue. I'm just looking far ahead. When Kamara is healthy with Breeze, man, because that guy can will, especially in PPR. That's true.
4: All right, talking more football when we return right after this.
1: i'll give it to you straight so listen to the stephen a smith show podcast on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, we are back. Full-time fantasy. Ronas, I got a very good tweet here. And I need to go to you with this because I don't know how to answer him. With Watkins out and Harris on Tyreek, do Robinson or Pringle or Hardman come into play tomorrow night? Or do you think McCoy and Williams goes off with Denver not being able to stop the run?
5: I mean, look, those receivers, they're, none of them are great starts. They all have a shot because, I mean, Robinson almost scored last week and instead he had nothing. So they're all boomer bust. And remember too, this this line is very fishy, man. Uh, a lot of people would have expected the Chiefs to be favored by more, and I, I think it's three points. So I don't know. Remember when? And when when it looks too good, you kind of go the other way here, which would mean that you're thinking the Broncos could win this game, and it's really not that crazy. They're home. It's a division game. It's a short week. Chiefs have not been great offensively the last couple weeks. I mean, again, part of it is they haven't had possession of the football, but this is a Denver team that can run on the Chiefs and maybe control. So Kansas City's favored by three here, over under 49.
4: I mean, I think that they will control the football. I think Royce Freeman will see a ton of Freeman and Lindsey. But I think that the whole LaShawn McCoy thing to me has smelled from the beginning. I know Damien Williams was injured. I get that. But he was a great player last year. Why are we just giving that ball to him 15, 20 times a game? Let's just get, let's establish the run like the Chiefs have done in the past, which sets up Mahomes even better. And I don't think, by the way, that Chris Harris can cover Tyreek Hill because nobody can cover Tyreek Hill.
5: Yeah, I'm not worried about Tyreek Hill. I mean, you just play him, uh, even if Harris is on him. He's got such great speed that he can get open, so you don't even worry yourself about that. Uh, as far as the running backs, I mean, I know Damian Williams only had two touches last week, but... And we're only talking 32 carries. He's only averaging two yards per carry this year. So it's not like he's done much anyway.
4: Right. No, that's, that's true. But I think that he's capable of it. Right? He's capable of doing well. well but they haven't gone to him. He's, got no, he's getting no rhythm. And I think running backs need rhythm. They want the carries. They want the touches. It's why Derrick Henry is better when he has 23 carries than when he has six.
5: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing in this backfield. And that's what makes it tricky when you're trying to determine who to start because it is an offense that puts up points. And, you know, we saw a game where McCoy had two touchdowns. So these guys are capable of getting multiple touchdowns based on the offense. But right now with the usage, it's kind of difficult to figure out what's going on. You know, McCoy had – they only ran the ball, I think, 11 times last week. McCoy had eight carries. So part of it was they didn't have the football. But even the week before, it's just uh, there's no – clear determination of what they're going to do with this backfield right now, which makes it you know, kind of tough to start either of those guys with confidence. By weeks, you're going to have to start them if you have them, I'm assuming, but you don't feel great about it right now.
4: No, that's true. You really don't. All right, what do you think, what do you think about Amari Cooper? Do you think that he's not practicing on Wednesday? Do you think he plays or do you think no, they sit
5: him? I don't think he plays. It seems like he's in pain. He's been battling a couple of injuries and uh, my guess is he doesn't play. They have a bye in Week 8, so it'll give him an extra week off. I mean, clearly they want him out there. This is a, a big game against the Eagles. You know, the division games are very important, with especially how tight the division is. It could come down to tiebreakers. Dallas is 2-0 and in the division, so uh, they really want him to be out there, but it just seems to me like he's not going to play.
4: Can we treat Michael Gallup like a genuine number one receiver?
5: Well, I think if you have him in fantasy, you're playing him this week. I think he's not a wide receiver one this week. I think he's a high wide receiver two. Uh, it's a great matchup, obviously, against Philly. And he's should get a ton of targets this week. So, yeah, I mean, he's pretty much, if you got him, he's in your lineup.
4: I would think so, though. But do you know how sometimes, like, Stefan Diggs is better because Adam Thielen's there.
5: I it's- disagree. I think Diggs is a hell of a talent.
4: But I think having somebody on the other side who's also good makes gives you a better opportunity to have one on one coverage, which allows your talents to shine.
5: I, I think Diggs, even without dealing, would be good. The problem with him is the offense he's in. That's why I think he's frustrated.
4: But I don't, you don't think there are players like that? It was almost like the Antonio Brown argument with Juju. When, when Brown is the, Juju is better because Antonio Brown was there.
5: I don't. Again, I don't know if we're we're not going to get that answer because there's no Ben Roethlisberger there. If they played a whole year with Roethlisberger and we saw Juju get extra attention and not produce, then, yeah, you can make that argument. But I don't know if we will be able to solve that this year.
4: Like, is Chris Godwin a one? If Mike I mean, Evans didn't exist, is Chris th- Godwin th- a one I in the be- zone?
5: I think he's better than Mike Evans. Mike I Evans has a lot of flaws in his game, man. Like he, can't really ca- he can't
4: catch, dude. He's, he drops a lot.
5: I mean, the reason why Evans is so appealing is because of his size. You know, he's 6'5". If he wasn't 6'5", he doesn't have this. Godwin has really, really good skills. I mean, we've seen some good receivers come out of Penn State, man.
4: No, we really have. I've always felt that Mike Evans, he played with Johnny football, right? And he won a lot of 50-50 balls. Right. Because I mean, he was so he has tall. has the size, yeah. Right. But I never thought that he was a great, gifted receiver. He, he loses concentration a lot. He's very inconsistent. But actually, the word I would use for Godwin is highly inconsistent. He's always catching that football.
5: Godwin, yeah, yeah, no, Godwin is tremendous, man. Uh, I just wish I had him on more teams. He was definitely someone I wanted in every draft. But you know, as we got closer to mid, late August, I mean, that price tag just kept rising. And depending on where you drafted, you had no shot.
4: Right, he was going in like the second round of drafts.
5: Yeah, it was crazy, man. Yeah. He was going late second, early third. So if we did, he's you know he leads the NFL in receiving yards right now. He's the number one receiver. Is
4: he a first round pick if we start if we drafted right now?
5: I would take him in the first round.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I would too. But who would you take? Let me ask you this. Would you take Beckham over him?
5: No. Keenan Allen? No. Tyreek? That's close. Uh, yes. Julio? Who? No.
4: Devontae Adams? No. Kenny Galladay? No. Uh, Michael Thomas.
5: Hmm, that's close. I think Thomas has a uh, very high... F- uh, that's close.
4: I think I would take Thomas.
5: Yeah, that one I would. He he gets such a volume of Targets, he'll get Breeze back soon, so yeah. Juju or Godwin? Oh, that's not even close right now. Godwin.
4: DeAndre Hopkins or Godwin? Oh boy, here we go.
5: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh I think Hopkins has to get better, but you All know right, what? So, so, Don, let's so,
4: Hopkins, so Hopkins, Thomas, Hill.
5: He's definitely top five for he's sure. He's top four? Well, how yeah, about Amari definitely. Cooper? How about Amari Cooper? No.
4: And you wouldn't take Julio, so he's number four. We just said he's the number four overall receiver.
5: He's right there, man. I mean, it's every week, and you know uh, they're passing a lot. I guess if you're really splitting here is the argument you would say as well. He's got Winston as quarterback, but it really hasn't mattered. That's the No, thing.
4: Jameis features him at the end of the game. He's his garbage time guy.
5: Yeah, and they look to him in the red zone a lot. Again, it's crazy that he only played 62% of the snaps last year, that they didn't use him like that. I, I mean, really, Adam Humphreys was getting more than him? I like, know. Come it's, on, It's mind-boggling.
4: Man. It's really mind-boggling.
5: That's what pissed me off because last year I had him as my sleeper in our preseason pro, and I drafted him, you know, eighth, ninth round of drafts, and – he had eight touchdowns and I was just like why aren't they using him more and then finally they you saw he shine when Deshaun Jackson was out but I mean look he's scored in every game except two his worst game this year was 3 for 40 and that was a week again. That was the Giants, where he had five targets, and Evans was. Did Evans go off? One. Yeah, Evans yeah. went off that game. Yeah, and they also played from ahead. Remember, they had that huge lead, and then they sat on the ball like twenty-eight
4: fourteen. Yeah, then yeah. They didn't and then they, the they sat like on
5: that. the ball like idiots. So they'll just yeah. run, run, and then they let the Giants get back in. And that was a that was a terrible loss from that. That's a that's a game changing loss for the season. I how know about a they...
4: season-ending, a season-changing? Well,
5: well, here's the thing. Well, people might say, well, that's wrong, because the next week they came out and beat the Rams. But still, you get that W against the Giants, and then you beat the Rams, you're 3-1. and one. You know how that changes your season? And they only lost by 7 against the Saints, so it, it did change the course of their season.
4: But they had a very bad loss to the 49ers, and it's funny because I think people were shocked at that. But
5: now we realize the 49ers yeah. are pretty good. That was pretty you.
4: good, yeah. 49ers came into Tampa and schooled them. I mean, didn't Richard, they ran two foot back for touchdowns. Two.
5: Yeah, two returns. Two. for. Yeah.
4: Godwin oh, has that. Oh, was, I got another guy, by the way. Edelman or Godwin?
5: Godwin. All
4: right, I was just throwing out there.
5: Godwin has at least 121 receiving yards in four of his six games.
4: Did I ever tell you about my home league where I started out with Juju, McCaffrey, and Mahomes? And it's an auction league. And I then bid on Fournette, Godwin, and Samuel. Boom!
5: You got all of them.
4: Yep. Like well, oh, wow. you're allowed to protect three, right? We could protect three, and I came in with Mahomes, McCaffrey, and Juju, and then I added those other three.
5: Yeah, it's, a well, it's been a good year on us. It has, but yeah. Juju has. Oh, know, he's won. my
4: worst receiver. <laughs> it sucks <laughs> I to man. trade him.
5: It really sucks. Like it's just, I, I guess it has to get better for him though. Because I can't – remember, the Steelers have had two game scripts that cannot continue the rest of the year. That game against the Bengals, you will not see that again. They were,
4: the, You mean the JV game where they played like a JV yeah. football team? And
5: then yeah. and then last week, they just – they had – what was it? I know they had one defensive touchdown on the lateral early. Did they have another defensive score?
4: No, the Chargers were so bad. They didn't right. have to throw the They football.
5: didn't have to throw. Like, right. it was 21 nothing, and the, the final score is so misleading. But – They basically were in control the whole game. Well, let's see. The
4: the Steelers get Miami. They're going to run on that one.
5: Right. But I think, you know what, though? Coming off the bye, uh, that's a good week where you say, you know what? we got to get Juju involved. we got to get him the football. So, yes, they will run, but Miami is so bad that I do think that could be a week where Juju gets seven to nine targets. They get him going, coming off a bye. I'm telling you, that's going to be next week. That's going to be part of their game plan. They're going to be like, look, we got this great receiver, great weapon. We haven't been using him. We're playing Miami. Let's get Juju the football this week.
4: Week nine is the Colts.
5: All right. That's going to be a competitive game.
4: Week 10 of the Rams with Jalen Ramsey. Don't like that anymore.
5: Uh, yeah, that's true. Really week
4: 11 long. is Cleveland. Week 12, Cincinnati. Oh, my God, James Conner is going to go for a 1,000 yards. Week 13, Cleveland. Week 14, Arizona. Woo! So Miami, they have Miami, Cincinnati, and Arizona in the next few weeks, dude.
5: Yeah, so they'll be, look, the bottom line is with Juju, we already know this. If you drafted him, you are you have to expect wide receiver three numbers. And but, I, but
4: Juju in week 15 has Buffalo. That's a bad matchup. Where is that game? home at, Cl- at pittsburgh okay and week 16 the jets and the jet secondary has been terrible
5: yeah so it's not that bad could you sit juju
4: in week 15
5: i think i sat juju last week
4: yeah you did I, well I,
5: I, well that league I'm, I'm pretty stocked the receiver but i have juju in the fishbowl obviously i'm playing him so
4: but I, I, I would sit juju against buffalo right i now. don't
5: i don't think he's a must start going forward there are right. going to be weeks, and especially if you're in a, a league where you're loaded at receiver, you know, because you, you could have drafted Juju early and picked up Chark off the waiver wire, Auden Tate, uh, McLaurin. It's possible, you know. Maybe you had Godwin with Juju uh, and and Allen Robinson. So maybe there could be a case. And again, where I have them, I have Evans, Chark, uh, Fuller, uh, Fitzgerald. So I, I have a lot safe. of.
4: If you were to choose right now between Chark and Juju for the rest of the year, who would you pick?
5: Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think it's Chark. He looks good, man. I like what I see from him.
4: All right, so let's see here. The Chark moving forward. Cincinnati. Oh, Jets. Houston. Indianapolis. Tennessee. Tampa. Chargers. Raiders. Falcons. Oh, my Why, God. Yeah. Ooh.
5: Holy crap. That is a good schedule.
4: Now, Giddy up, baby. I'm getting on Chark in every league wow that's big dude yeah 13 tampa chargers oakland falcons boom
5: at falcons is week 16 yeah he oh could boy. win somebody a championship he could definitely against that defense leonard fournette how about leonard fournette's gonna be pretty good too let's just uh
4: hope he's healthy by then uh, right now i'm telling you if you own leonard fournette you have to you have to get right call armstead on your team it's a must
5: yeah, look, he's held up so far. He talked about working on his body in the offseason. So far, so good.
4: How about you? You worked on your body in the offseason. it has been helping out?
5: Uh, I need more work.
4: That's true. Don't we all, us? It's never easy as we get older. All right, guys, we got one more timeout. And then we'll be back with full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto and Adam Ronas. And we'll be back right after this.
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, we're back. Full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto along with Adam Bronis. And I've heard it from a little, uh, little birdie that Fantasy Taz, the great Jim Day, will be joining us at 3.40 in a second hour. So uh, keep it right here for the full-time fantasy show. So in terms of, I want to get back to uh, this week. In terms of, got to be very careful with watching and seeing who's playing on Wednesday. Like, Matt Nagy's cautiously optimistic Mitch Trubisky plays. Be careful and see how that affects your waiver wire pickups. You don't know if Mitch Trubisky's playing. We don't, we don't have certainties. So when you go and you do pickups tonight, and as many of you will do in our, in our leagues, in the high-stakes leagues, just assume the worst. I think you're better off assuming the worst than the best. Because if you assume the best and the guy doesn't play, you're screwed. So I think you need to assume the worst. Say that to yourself, this guy's not playing. If he's not playing, then I can, I'll be prepared. That's smart fantasy football. <laughs> okay? If you do it that way, it makes a lot of sense. Because if you don't pick up, if you don't pick another quarterback, and Mitch Trubisky doesn't play, you know what you have? A big fat zero. So get yourself a quarterback. Assume Trubisky's not going to play. And you're better off. OK, because it's early in the week and you just don't know. You just don't know what's going to happen. So be smart and, and hedge your bet you know, uh, the right way. So, I, Adam, I was going off on a little rant there. I was talking about the fact that uh, people, you know, you don't know it's early in the week and there's waivers. And you can't assume a guy's going to play like Christian Kirk. You've got to assume he's not going to play and you've got to bid accordingly.
5: Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to set their lineup early in the week, and I always say that we're going to find out more injury news today, too. You know, it's Wednesday, and this is like the first time people start putting out injury reports, so there could be a couple of injuries that we weren't aware of. So, you know, you make your decision with the Thursday night game, but uh, you really got to wait it out.
4: Right, you really do. You have to wait it out. All right, guys, be smart in waivers. Don't spend $300 on Alan Lazard. That would be a bad life decision. This is Dr. Roto saying be well, take care, keep it right here for another hour of full-time fantasy. Remember, you can check us out at fulltimefantasy.com, promo code Roto50, Roto 50. Back right after this.
0: Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the fantasy. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick